This podcast is part of the Zeo to Hero Podcast Network. AvenuePodcast.net. Hello, all my beautiful people. It's time for another fun episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. And I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun with this episode. Um, it's a guy that I've seen wrestle multiple times and recently got to talk with him backstage and realized that we actually have a lot in common. And the guy that I'm talking about is Angel Camacho. He is a wrestler from Diamond State. He wrestles all over Texas. He wrestles all over the place. And we kind of get into that, talk about where he got started at. We even get into anime and maybe even a little bit of Disney in this episode. He's the former super heavyweight champion at Diamond State Wrestling. We'll kind of get into that a little bit. And... Um, I think you guys are just going to really enjoy this episode. And for those of you who are here just to listen to the Angel Camacho episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes I have here as well. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast... Hey, Dad. So where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch-me face. I wasn't about to call you Dad, so... (laughs) Seriously? I felt like I was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos. For some reason, like, it triggers certain people. Yeah. Wow. I was actually lost as an infant, and I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. I love it. I'm excited for this one. Bro! You get punched in the face all the daily. Do you always do these interviews with your shirt off? <laughs> what? Man, this guy won't shut up. 3S360 Moment Video Booth. What it is, is it's something unique. It's not like a regular photo booth. You can put these at any event, whether it be a large one or a small one, and people can make their own videos. What you do is you stand on this platform, and there's a camera that goes all the way around you. You can have people on there with you to do goofy poses or whatever it is. But what it does is it makes these events memorable. We all know that we want to make memories when we do this. We take pictures, we take videos. So what this does is it helps you to make a very unique experience. And the cool thing is, is when you have this device there, it is immediately shareable to your own devices. So reach out to 3S360 Moments Video Booth today to get them at your next big event. You can reach them at 3S360 Moments Photo Booth at gmail.com. I will have the email address in my show notes, but to make those events memorable, to have that unique experience, get them out there today. All right, everybody. You know, I I get very excited when I have all of my, all of these different guests on here. This one, I feel is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, From the moment I met this guy, I knew that me and him were going to get along really well. Um, He is a Texas based wrestler. Um, he is part of the United Diamond State Wrestling. He's the former super heavyweight champion. He's also the BIW Southern champion and the HKW champion. He's wrestled for uh, MPX, BIW, uh, RCW, Diamond State Wrestling, DFW, All Pro, all kinds of other places, King of Sports, you name it. He is awesome guy. I am very excited to have him on. I'm talking about Angel Camacho. Man, how are you doing today? Oh, man, you know, I'm good, you know. Uh, just got done doing my uh, adult life, so my yeah. what you would quote unquote say nine to five. 
There you so. go. <laughs> well, I, I know that you've, uh, you recently were kind of talking about it, like on your Facebook page and everything um, yeah. with what you do. So with time change that just happened, I bet you're probably pretty exhausted because you probably have to get up super early for that. Don't you? Yeah. So I, I usually have to be at work uh, by like six o'clock ish. Oh, okay. Um, so it's not too bad because my route is really short. Like by the time I clock in, I got, I, I probably drive an hour, hour and a half, okay. and I'm done with my route. You know, right. um, so it, it's not too bad, but it is exhausting. But the the good part is, once I'm done with my route, I get to come home for like five, six hours. So if I'm yeah. tired, I can take a nap. You know, so oh, that's it's nice. Pretty much a split shift. Yeah, it's pretty much split shift because then I go back at like two thirty, two forty ish. Yeah, and then do my afternoon route, and then I'm done. Right on, right on, man. Yeah, I, uh, I've got it easy. You know, I have a pretty easy job. The eight to four thirty, I've got banker hours pretty much. Nice. uh, Yeah, I like what I do, so you know it makes it easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's always easy when it's always good when you got an easy job. Uh, Definitely. So the first time that I, uh, so I've been working with Diamond State Wrestling, and that's how I actually know you is uh, from you know working there. And uh, first two times. You know, I was just a fan in the seats watching you and I got to see you uh, face uh, K Tumor. And yep. then the next show was uh, Shane Taylor that you yep. faced. And uh, then that next show, I actually got to talk to you backstage. And, uh, yep. you know, we, we've found that we have a lot in common, you know, and uh, it's funny because whenever I pulled up at the show, um, I parked beside you. I didn't even know it was your car, but I saw all the anime stuff on it. And I was like, Whoever that is, is a pretty awesome person. And then <laughs> later I found out that it was you that had that car. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. I'm, you know, I, I won't say I'm a huge anime nerd uh-huh. because, it, it, you know, it hasn't been till recently that I've actually gotten into it. Right. Um, And like, so like we talked earlier, like, you know, my all time favorite is my hero uh-huh. and then and then Demon Slayer. Yeah. Um, I love them shows like they're great. Now, if you were to ask me, "Hey, what's this guy's name? What's this guy?" Unless I know, know him, I'm gonna be right. like, uh, "I'm lost." I know, <laughs> I know who he is. I just don't know his name. Yeah. Um. So I'm not that big of an, and you know, I'm not like that super super fan that knows every everything. little detail about it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to get to that point, but my memory <laughs> is uh poop. just kind of hard you know i got got four kids so they drive me crazy enough Uh, so trying to remember stuff like that doesn't work out all the time i totally get it i'm 35 i have two kids that are uh well one's a teenager and the other one's about to be 12 you know so i've got a preteen and uh yeah it's hard remembering that stuff i would love to be a better fan than what i am but you know there's only so much you can do yeah i agree i agree so I kind of want to talk about the wrestling side of everything here too. And uh, how did you actually get into wrestling? So it, it's funny because I've done, you know, a couple of wrestling interview podcasts and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And it, that's always a question that comes up. Right. And, and people are shocked by why I answer. Cause you know, I guess a lot of people expect a wrestler to say, Oh man, this was my life dream. I've always wanted to do this growing up as a kid, you know? Yeah. And, Unfortunately, that was not my my that wasn't my story. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I've always been an athlete. 
My parents have always had me and my brothers in sports from that from the time that I can remember. Football, yeah. basketball, soccer, you name it, I probably paid it, played it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I was always an athlete. Well, at the time, uh, I was still playing semi-pro football, but I was also working at McDonald's overnight. And um, now this was after high school, mind you. So um, it was 09 is when I started. Okay. And I was it uh one of my best friends was a manager. And you know, when you got when your best friend's a manager, you kind of got some leeway. Exactly. So instead of working, I was in the office with him and we were just kind of like joking around and talking and stuff like that. <laughs> and he'd come up to me and he'd mention it. He was like, Hey bro, you know what I want to try? And it was and it was random too. He was like, You want to try? I was like, What's that? He was like wrestling. And I'm like, wrestling? He was like, yeah, like pro wrestling. I was like, like WWE stuff. Now, mind you, I've watched it, right? Yeah. I've watched it, but it was never like every Monday I'm glued to the TV type of deal. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so, and I was like, for real? And he was like, yeah. And because, again, because I was such an athlete, I was like, let's try it. Like, what's the most that can happen? I don't like it. Right. You know? Um, and then, so we found a school uh-huh. in Ohio. Um, Lou, uh, and, the te- and the teacher at the time, his name was Lamont Williams, but he goes by Lou Gotti now. Um okay. We found him. We showed up to the school, which is kind of funny because I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. It kind of intertwines all together. Okay. Um, so we finally show up to the school, and it's on the east side of Cleveland, which isn't known to be the best places. <laughs> um, the best the best part of Cleveland, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, we show up, and we look to our right, and it's like a warehouse kind of, right? So it's like a three-floor warehouse. Where um and like you look at the building and like there was windows that were kind of busted out, um, so we're both like uh hold on are we in the right place? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we find out we're in the right place. So we get in there. It's like three flights of steps, and these are like long steps, right? Mm-hmm. Each step leading to the next level was long, and they even had an elevator, but we weren't allowed to use it. So we had to walk like three flights of steps because his training center at that time was on the third floor. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so we finally get there. We're looking like, okay, we find the, we find the door. We open the door and it's dark. Right. And yeah. it's just, a, it's a ring between like some pillars with one, you know how you watch them like investigation shows where they got that one cone light. Yep. Right above yep. your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like this ring between these pillars with these busted windows, one seat in there, and then this little cone light right above right above the ring. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we were like, mm, we, oh God, what's gonna happen here? Like and we're both like, hey, we got each other's back, right? Like if something goes down, <laughs> we got each other, right? Yeah. So we eventually walk in there and then like ten minutes later, so he he ends up coming and then I do the tryout and and that's pretty much the start of it. And I, mean, I tried out, you know, um, and I was just like, I wasn't 100% sold on it, but I was like, I'm going to give it a chance. And I'm going to tell you this, football was my first love. Um, wrestling came around and quickly became uh, my second love. Yeah. But I was still playing football at the time when I first broke into the business, so I didn't wrestle as much. Okay. Um, but wrestling definitely – quickly um took football's place yeah you know yeah. what i mean um so yeah that's it like it literally that simple there's no 
I wanted to do this my whole life story. It just kind of happened. And then next thing I know, I'm in love with it. Well, I, that's a unique story though you know uh, not everybody's gonna have that so i you know i i love that that uh, you have yeah. that unique story and i i mean i agree i because it just feels like and, and this is nothing against any other wrestlers or anything right. but it feels like everyone's story is oh man you know i watched wrestling growing up i always wanted to be a wrestler and, and yeah. isn't it you know what i mean and and it's cool if that's your story that's cool but like i don't hear too many unique stories of how they how someone became a wrestler right you know um so it's it's nice to have a different one and again it's not a gimmick it's not it's not like a story i'm trying to tell it's legit how everything went down so wow well and you know i'm hearing that story you know i'm able to pitch picture that in my head you know and uh what was this like winter months or what because you said i have broken out windows in this place and yeah so like you you know how you how like you watch movies and like like it'd be like in like those movies that'd be like in the hood and the ghetto and then like yeah they show like the, the worn down factories that were like a factory at one point but then they shut down and then people throw rocks in the windows so like the windows are all busted out and stuff yeah it was kind of like when it because it was on the east side of cleveland and it wasn't on the best part of the east side of cleveland Right. Like, you know, we had Cleveland Heights, which was in a more nicer area and stuff. But uh-huh. this was more like in the hood hood. So, <laughs> it, yeah, it was just, it was, it was rough, man. And believe it or not, like when we, I think, I want to say it was summer when we first did that. Okay. It was warm. It was really warm in there. Yeah. Um, But the worst part is that when we were running, when I, whenever I started training on a regular and then we start running shows, we weren't running shows, obviously, out of this little, out of the little, because it literally... It, honestly, it was no bigger than like a small studio apartment. Oh wow! You know what I mean? So, yeah. and he had a low boy, so it, it fit perfect. But we couldn't yeah. run shows out of there. So you can just imagine three flights of steps of carrying boards and yeah. corner poles and all that down the steps to get to the show. And then when we get back at three in the morning, we have to load it, take it all the way back up to the. It was rough, man. And so- then eventually, he found a better school. We found a better, uh, a better area and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that was the, that was the beginning of it. So watching the different products and stuff around the area, I've noticed seeing, and I'd never seen it before because before uh, March of 2022, I didn't mm-hmm. even know there was independent wrestling. You know, I oh, okay. like I, I'm very new to this, and um, so I had never seen what you just called a low boy ring before. And so mm-hmm. well, the first time I saw that, I was like, that looks really weird and everything. Mm-hmm. Is, is there anything, does it feel different wrestling in the low boy compared to like a uh, normal high ring? So not necessarily. So, right. So essentially all these rings, low boy, tall boy, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Essentially serve the same purpose. Um, right. You know, and for the most part, they have different styles of rings, like how they built you know, the, 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 the fundamentals, how they're built, how you put it together and stuff. Yeah. Um, they have different types, right? Yeah. But essentially they all work the same. Right. Now it all, it's up to the type of ring and the, and the promoter and stuff like that, how that ring feels and, and stuff like that. Right. That's a whole different, that's a whole different subject of its own. Okay. But essentially it's the same just because of the low boy, it doesn't make really any other difference. It still works just like a regular ring. Yeah. You still bumping it. It still feels the same way as long as it's built the same way. You know what I mean? So it's just you don't have to. You don't have to either 
walk up any steps. You don't have to or yeah. jump from the floor to the apron because I never do that. I, I mess around and bust my face. Uh, bust my face <laughs> if I tried it. Well, yeah. oh boy, you literally just take a step up, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's the only difference. It's just the height. Okay. Oh boy, we're perfect for if you got a venue that the ceiling's not very tall. Right. Um, right. So low boys work perfect for those kind of buildings and stuff like that. You know, I will say using a low boy in a building where it's the ceiling's tall would uh-huh. look a little weird. Okay. Um, you know, because it just, it just, the ceiling, if the ceiling's tall, a low boy would look weird in there to me anyways. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like I said, essentially they're the same. For me, it, it would just seem like maybe they would be more sturdy with the lower ones. And everything but you know i mean um, i guess that's all about how well you tighten the stuff up and all that too yeah. so yeah sturdiness wise it all depends on how you tighten it up like, yeah. like basically like you said how you tighten up the rope how you tighten up the cables underneath it you know yeah. all that stuff takes into account how how sturdy that ring is you know right, right. um i've wrestled in some really bad rings <laughs> that uh <laughs> felt like they were gonna fall apart yeah i've wrestled in some rings that were absolutely sturdy I've yeah. wrestled in rings that were absolutely stiff. Yeah. Um, you know, I've wrestled in rings that when I take a bump, it feels like a pillow. Oh. Like it, it all honestly, again, it all depends on what that promoter uses. Right. And how and what they do with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, I don't I, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I I, I don't want to what's called breaking cafe. I don't want to make it seem like, oh, then then none of it really hurts. Pillow <laughs> or not. Right. We are not meant to take back bumps like that. We are not meant no. to get hit like that. Every bit of it, even when you hit the ring, hurts. Yeah. So well, I know they call them sweet spots, you know, because that's the one that hurts the least. Doesn't mean it doesn't yeah. hurt. It just hurts yeah. the least in that spot. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I know that uh, so I've been you saw that um, Impact is going back to being TNA. Are they really? Yeah, they're actually fully going back to just being called TNA Wrestling. And, uh, you know, right. there's been talks of it being uh, bringing back the Impact Zone. But I heard that they're not going to go back to the six-sided ring because of how stiff and painful that ring is. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Yeah. I finally, for, I finally once, or for once, got to wrestle in a six-sided ring. Really? Let me tell you something. It was a couple years ago, uh-huh. but those things are stiff. One. <laughs> Two, it was so weird trying to run off the ropes. Yeah. Like it's just cause I don't know. It was just it was weird. It was really, really weird. So ooh, yeah, that, that was that was a that was an experience. Now I'm not gonna <laughs> say I didn't like it. Yeah. Cause it was different. Right. But it it again, it was different. Like now, when you talk about you know the purpose of the ring, at the end of the day, it's still the same purpose as you know a low boy four you know four corner ring, but it's just it it has its own little factor because now you got more than four corners, and then when you're running off the road, it's just like it's weird, man. Yeah, it's weird. It it, it was it was weird. It was a little different. It was weird. (laughs) Would you do it again? Yeah, I'd do it again. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I liked it. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. But it, it was weird. And it it was it's one of those things that if you don't do it on a regular basis, uh-huh. going from wrestling in a four-corner, like a four-corner ring. Right. Like, regularly. And then out of nowhere, you got a six-corner ring. A six corner ring yep. it, it, it's, it's a weird transition. Transition. Right. 
Yeah. At the end of the day, we're still wrestlers. We're still professionals. We're going to do what we do. But it's exactly it's, it's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a different feel. Yeah. So who would you say are some of your uh, biggest influences when it comes to your in-ring style and your character? So um, I try, man, that's, that's tough, right? Because I try to model myself off of a lot of the old school, like uh, Yogozuna, uh-huh. um, Bam Bam Bigelow, Rikishi. Rikishi is one of my favorites. Yogozuna is definitely one of my all-time favorites. And yep. then you got Rikishi. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of big man, you know, big man stuff. Um, I saw like A Train and Viscera, like a lot of those guys, right? Yeah. The problem what I've noticed about myself is, I'm you know I portray a monster, so uh-huh. I do my best to still kind of do monster stuff, and that makes sense. Yeah. But I also don't limit myself to it. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Which it which apparently is a good thing because I had a moment where Tommy Dreamer was wrestling one of my good buddy Exodus at MPX <laughs> and Tommy was asked to watch my match for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know about this by the way, but the promo- the booker had told him, Hey, you're gonna want to watch this match. I think you'll like the big guy. At the end of the match, I come and sit down and Tommy Dreamer comes up to me and he goes, man, you're really good, man. He was like, dude, that was awesome. The way you move, because that reminds me of a lot of the old school, you know, big guys that could move really good and blah, blah, blah. This. Yeah. So it, that was a great compliment because that's kind of how I try to model myself. Right. The only difference is, is again, um, you know, I tend to try to do more modern moves. Does that make sense? You know, mm-hmm. yes. um, I still I still like my old school style, but. I also know I have to adapt. Right. I cannot be old school everywhere I go. Right. Yeah. Um, because not not every promotion is calling for old school, you know? Yeah. Um, you might go to a small town where all they want to see is people fight. They don't care about all them go, 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 go moments like super <laughs> yeah. indie stuff, you know? Uh-huh. But then you might go to a place where you, you go to this promotion and you wrestle old school and these people are just bored. Because yeah. they're they're used to that super indie stuff. Yep. yep. So you got to have a balance. So I try to have a balance. Now I still I still am old school, but I have my moments where I, I just I kind of what's the word I'm looking for? I kind of measure my 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 super my my indie moments. Uh-huh. I kind of measure them in spurts. You know what I mean? Right. Rather than the whole match being super indie, I'll do a super indie spot here and then I slow it down back yep. to old school. Yep. And then when the moment calls for it, we'll do another little super indie spot and then I'll shut it back down. And yeah. then once we get towards the finish, that's when it starts getting a little crazy. And then <laughs> boom, you know? Right. Your most recent match that I saw was against mm-hmm. Sam Stackhouse. Um, yep. And I was stoked to whenever I found out that you were going to be wrestling him, you know, because your style mixed with his you know, it, I knew that I was going to be able, I was going to see something special that night, you know, yeah. between the two yeah. of you. And y'all put on an amazing match. Man, I love Sam. Oh, yeah. Sam, I've, so I've known Sam for quite a while now, like when I first broke down, broke in the uh, indie scene in Oklahoma. Okay. Um, when I first moved to Oklahoma, I didn't wrestle for the first six months. You know, I was mm-hmm. trying to get my feet, you know, uh, settled in and, and stable or whatever. Yeah. And I started wrestling Sam. And then I met Sam and I met a bunch of other people. Um, Sam is probably one of the most humblest people. Yes. 
that I have ever met. Like, nope. um, like it's just one of those things with Sam where it's like Sam does not realize how good he is and how good he's always been, you know? And <laughs> yeah. every time that me and Sam have a match, yeah, it seems like it just gets better and better and better and better. Like, we had a match, me and Sam had a match for a show that was called World Class, and uh, Jeff Jarrett was there. Uh-huh. And um, I forgot who the other guy was. But when we got done, Jeff Jarrett was like, dude, that was awesome. And we really didn't do a whole lot. Right. But we did enough. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And like I said, every time that I have a match with Sam, it just gets better and better. Like, me and Sam have this this chemistry that's crazy. Yeah. Um. So, like, I know when I wrestle Sam, it's going to be great. Right. My only worry was if that ring was going to hold up. <laughs> so I actually have a funny story. Mm-hmm. My wife, um, you know, she's not a huge wrestling fan and everything, uh-huh. but she knows enough about it. She knows who you are. She knows who uh, Sam Stackhouse is and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told her, you know, I'm going to get to see you two wrestle. And she said, is the ring going to be okay? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, that it worked out good though. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I know prior to it, uh-huh. um, Xander comes up to her. They go, "Hey guys, um, can you guys do your best to like limit hitting the ropes?" Ah, um, so <laughs> Xander's Xander has a really good ring, right? And it's newer. Yeah, but it's a little different from others, like. And I haven't quite figured out why, but like it moves a lot. Uh huh. Like it moves a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, so like me and Sam both were talking. We we're like, ooh, what are you know, when we were talking about doing the whole shoulder tackle spot that we did. Yes. Um, I was just like, man, I told Sam, I was like, maybe we shouldn't hit the ropes. Is that where y'all were going in a circle, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we had already talked about not hitting the ropes, and then Xander comes up and goes, "Hey guys." Can y'all like limit hitting the ropes? And we're like, oh, bro, we're already there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, so anytime that me and Sam had to bump, uh huh. At the same time, I was scared. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, well, I, it would have been broken, a very memorable moment. That's for sure. Man, I've I've broken some rings, man. Um, and it when I say broke, I, have the, I don't mean like the whole ring just fell apart. Right. I've broke I've broken parts of the of 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 the ring. I've uh, bent a bunch of beams. Um now those all came from superplexes off the top rope. Yeah, that'll do it. And it was it was me and another big guy. Yeah. Yeah. So well, you know, I mean uh there's uh the thing is is like I said, those make memorable moments though, you know, when mm-hmm. things like that does happen. So yeah, uh, I, I'm just glad that I was there to see that match because I'll um, tell you one thing though, why me and Sam were doing all that running into the shoulder tackles, I sure was worried because boy, that ring was moving <laughs> and kind of side to side there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But every time we hit, I'm like, ooh, in my head, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so do you prefer to be heel or face? Honest to God. Um I would say heel. Heel. Um, yeah. And then one of the main reasons being, uh, outside of wrestling, I'm like a teddy bear. Um, I'm one of the nicest dudes ever. Like, 
ever. Like I would say anyway, and a lot of people tell me that. Yep. So like a lot of people tell me, see me in the ring versus see me outside of the ring. Uh-huh. They're like, dude, you're two different people. Um, <laughs> I, I like being a heel because in all honesty, like being a heel, you can say and do stuff. Yep. You can't really say in, in, in the real world. Right. Right. Yep. Um, now, I, now, when I say that, I don't mean like I'm out there just cussing out little kids and stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. You still yeah. Gotta be reasonable. <laughs> uh, but like, it's just, it's, it feels more natural. And, and that's crazy because I'm such a nice guy. Yep. But he'll feel more natural. And it's like, I don't mind being a face, right? Because you got to do it. Yes. You have to do it. I mean, in yep. your wrestling career, you have to do it at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that, right? But, being a faith, it to me, I feel like I'm being a cheerleader. Gotcha. You know, all this trying to get them behind me, yep. you know, kicking the mat, kicking the mat. Come on, guys. Come on. I just, it feels weird. And it's like, again, I'm such a nice guy. You would think that that would be natural. Right. And it's not. I just, I feel like <laughs> a cheerleader. I feel out of place sometimes. <laughs> now, there are shows that, as a faith, the fans make it really easy. Right, yeah. You know, and I, and I tried to, what honestly I tried to do is be that more like that Randy Orton kind of face okay. where I'm still me. Yep. I'm still monster. I'm still a monster. I'm still, you know, that gimmick. Uh-huh. Um, now, obviously, obviously, I can't say or do some of the stuff I do as a heel, yep. but essentially the gimmick is still the same. I'm still right. the same monster, mean-looking, scary-looking guy. Um. I just kind of toned down the 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 a hole part of it. <laughs> so after that first show that I was backstage with you guys, um, I came home and I like so my daughter she was like, "Oh, Angel Camacho, he's he's so rude because you know she had only seen what you'd done on you know out there and everything." Mm-hmm. And then I I came home and I was like dude, he's like the nicest guy ever. And she's like, no way. I was like, yeah, he really is. I said, we sat back there and we talked about Disney movies and we talked about anime and she was like, what? So yeah, (laughs) as soon as I got home, I had to go in there and tell her, be like, yeah, no, he's completely different. So that was my first time backstage too. Right, right, right. And it's, (laughs) but it's awesome though. Like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know people, I got Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, I know people that are like, hey, 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 you know, if you know, if you're a heel on and in the ring, you need to be a heel in real life, and it's just like I get yeah. it, right? Yeah. And maybe back in the day that worked, right? Um, and to an extent, I still do, you know, but yeah, I I'm not the type of person that can just randomly be mean to people. Yeah. I get messages from people on on um in my on Facebook and Instagram of fans and stuff come I'm oh, I love you so much. You're so awesome. You're one of my favorites. Am I supposed to be like, oh you suck. Get out of my DM, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day, Angel Camacho isn't Angel Camacho without the fans. Let's just be honest. Right. If no one cared about me, whether I'm a face or a heel, whether you're cheering me or booing me, mm-hmm. who am I? Right. I'm just another guy in the ring. Yep. The, at the end of the day, Yes, I worked hard to be who I am, to be athletic, and to be able to do the stuff that I do, right? I worked, yeah. I did all that, right? All the yeah. training and stuff. At the end of the day, 
I'm nobody if people don't know who I am. Yep. Again, whether they boo me or cheer me, it doesn't matter. Exactly. So there was a list that actually came out this week, and it's for the top 500 uh, Hispanic and Latino wrestlers. And you actually yeah. made that list. In fact, it was funny because it was pretty much all the Camachos are right there together, except for Emmy. I think she was a little further down the list and everything. But you made 222 on that list. So mm-hmm. I wanted to tell you congratulations on making that. Did you know that that was going to be coming out or anything? I did not. So that I think the very same guy that made that, mm-hmm. the guy that makes the like the ones every year with the pictures of all the like Hispanic wrestlers. Okay, um, you know he'll make the ones that all the, like the black wrestlers and stuff like that. So I think that's who made that. Okay. My thing about it is I don't ever know how to react to those things, right? Yeah. Because it's just like. I'm honored to be on a list that someone made. Yeah. But is it a, I don't see, I don't want to say this and sound like a complete butthead or (laughs) be, um, but like, is it, is it something that someone just decided, Hey, I'm going to make this list. Right. Or is it, does it, does it hold value to it? Like regardless if it holds a significant value to it, it's cool to be on that list. Right. And I'm very honored. You know, I'm very honored. I guess it's kind of weird to me. I got you. Yeah, it's just different. But it was nice. Because that's the first thing I think I've been on a list like that before. Uh So it was nice to be on it and to be in the 200s because I definitely could have been lower. You know what I mean? Um, So for him to do his his research and stuff like that and and put me and my cousins and my brother where we were, you know, that's cool. I appreciate that. Right. Well, and I saw your post, uh, and I don't know if it was fueled by that list or not about having the, uh, you know, the five-way match or it was a four, <laughs> the four-way match between all of you uh, and having Emmy actually ref the match itself. So. Mm. so here's the thing, right? Everyone can relate. Uh-huh. Family's family. Right. We're all human. Yeah. We, we all fight. Yep. Right. The end of the day, we're family. Yeah. Um. It, um. Blood, and I say all the time, blood always thicker than water. Yep. But just like family, just like siblings, cousins, we fight. The only difference is the way that we handle our disputes and our issues isn't like the regular people where they just sit down and have a talk. Yeah. Mantos don't work that way. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> for us, the way we handle our disputes. Just by fighting, you know, but at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we're back to being family. We're back to loving each other. We're back to going and beating up other people. Yeah. But I mean, just like family, like I said, you know, we have disputes and it's just easier for us to handle it in the ring than it is to sit there and have a little powwow talking about our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. Uh, So the question is that I heard backstage, um, are there any more Camachos that we don't know about yet that are going to show up? No, not currently. <laughs> now my kids did. My kids did say they want to wrestle. Oh, so we well, might have some future Camachos. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, the newest Camacho at the moment is Irving. Okay. Um, but we only Irving only really is that Diamond State, right? And he's um, yeah, he does the the managerial role, and then yeah, pretty much has, the managerial role. His podcast is really taking off too. I mean, I've seen some of the stuff that he's been doing with his, and he's doing awesome yeah. with that. Yeah, he really is. Um, Irving's really cool, man. 
Um, I told Urban I want to get them out more to other places. Yeah. But, you know, as adults, we still have to live an adult life. And right. wrestling isn't your full time. Yep. So this is one I have an actual testimonial for myself. I've used this company to get a custom gift made for my wife. If you're looking for a handmade custom gift or something that's laser engraved or just something that's one of a kind that says, hey, I care, then go to 3S Productions. They even make military and sports themes gifts as well. It is a veteran-owned and operated family business. Hit them up on their Instagram page, and that's at 3S Productions. I will have a link to them in my show notes. When it comes to laser engraving or any type of woodworking, go to 3S Productions with a Z. And like I said, I'll have a link to them in my show notes. Hey there, podcast listener. You enjoying what you're listening to? Well then, do I got a special treat for you. Story time with CosplayDude637. That's me. I'm your host. And I like to tell you stories. Stories that I personally enjoy. So, buckle up, get comfortable, because we're going on a wild ride. So, I, I kind of want to switch back over to uh, this. You know, I wanted to talk about the wrestling side of stuff. But okay. one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring you on here is because we both kind of love these. We love different animes. We love different um even Disney, you know, I mean, like I said, we, when, whenever I first walked over there, it was you and I believe it was Jace Osei was sitting there and y'all were talking about Disney movies, you know? Uh-huh. And so I, and I was like, okay, I can, I can get in on this and everything, you know, because it's a, uh, you know, it, it, it's a subject that we can all talk about. Um, right. Right. So I know you said um, that, you like My Hero Academia. What would you say was probably, when it comes to anime, what was uh-huh. your gateway into that? Man, honestly, to be completely honest with you, I don't know what got me started watching anime. Okay. Um, I will say this, right? Uh-huh. Going from football to wrestling is definitely a different, different scene. Yes. Because whether a wrestler wants to tell you or not, all wrestlers are nerds. <laughs> they really are yeah <laughs> um my first experience with anime and at that time i was still like like that's weird yeah um was one of the girls that i trained with she was into like anime and and all that stuff and she would talk about it and i'd be like that's weird like what the heck like <laughs> what and it, and honestly i got really big in anime in the last i want to say probably the last three or four years is when it became okay. more more of a thing to me because the and honestly it started whenever I started wrestling in Texas. Um people just kept telling me, oh this show and this show and this show and I'm just like eh. and then one day I was at home and I was like, you know, let me let me see this. Let me see what this is about. Yeah. My first one my first anime was was my hero. Oh okay. And I started I started watching it man and from episode one I was like man this is awesome. <laughs> um no, I lied. Dragon Ball Z was my first anime, but okay. I don't. I know it's the anime, but I don't ever consider it like an anime. It was part of our childhood, you know, Toonami. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, that was kind of my first anime, but my first first anime was uh, My Hero. Okay, and I watched it, and I was like, "Dude, this is awesome!" And then it's like I remember spending the entire day just watching episode after episode after episode. <laughs> At the point where my girlfriend was like, hey, can we watch something else? I'm like, no, go watch it in the living room. I'm watching this. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
uh, My Hero, and then my daughter got me into Demon Slayer. Okay. Because her one of her friends was a Demon Slayer fan, okay. and so my daughter started get, or kind of was like, "Hey, Daddy, you want to watch Demon Slayer?" And that kind of became our thing. Yeah. But to me, like Demon Slayer, the graphics of them are the same as My Hero, so I think that's kind of why I'm into it. Graphics is but, so good on those, like yeah, especially and, but, Demon Slayer. Yep, and it's just like, you know, the, the graphics are are similar to My Hero, but obviously have a different storyline. Yeah, that's that's what I love about it. It's not all the same storyline, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like that. So I, I have a little bragging spot, and my mm-hmm. listeners know this because I tell I tell people this all the time. But I'm, it's mm-hmm. a very proud moment for me. I've actually had Tanya Ida on my show. And I've had Tensei Ida on my show. So J. Michael Tatum, who plays the mm-hmm. voice of Tanya Ida, I've had us an interview on this show. And then uh, the one that invo- voices Ingenium, uh, his older brother, I've had him on the show too. Okay. So this is where my inexperience comes in. And okay. don't hate me, people. Don't hate me. <laughs> who are these people you just mentioned? So, um, so do you know who Ingenium is? He's the one that can run fast. And uh, on what show? Uh, My Hero. Yes, yes, yes. The one that can run really fast. Yes. Um, okay. So the one that he's in class with, that's Tenya Ida. And okay. uh, the guy who voiced the, the American voice actor for that, I've had him on the show. And nice. then the guy who plays his older brother, because remember his older brother is the last person that gets hurt by Stain. He's like. Right. And that's paralyzed. why he becomes, that's why he becomes like his brother. Or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. so I've had that guy on the show too. And he actually also voiced uh, Nappa in Dragon Ball Z, which is nice. Yeah. So, you know, I, I those are probably my two proudest moments for this podcast. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I I met one of them at Comic Con last year, and the other one I sent a message on Instagram, and he was like, okay, let's do it. So, yeah. Dude, it's always nice when those guys are super famous yeah. and super popular, but take their time. Right to talk to their fans and stuff yeah and you know i sent messages to a bunch of different ones and he's the only one so far that's messaged me back and um my goal is to get uh chris sabat which is the voice of vegeta and he's also the voice Mm -hmm. of all might so uh that's my goal i want to get him on the show that would be awesome yes Uh, vegeta and all might are freaking awesome yeah yeah so um I, i I do kind of nerd out with that. My show's not just wrestling. I have all kinds of other stuff on here too. But, right, um, right. you know, I had a guy, the episode that just aired this morning, um, he lives in central Arkansas and he has his own comic book company. And so he makes okay. like original comic book stories and stuff. And so we just Wait, nerded he makes out. his own comic books? Yeah. Like uh, I have a signed copy of uh, episode, or, uh, Edition one of Vengeance, which is a comic book that he came out with, and another uh-huh. one called Paladin, you know. And so he makes all of, like him and a couple of other guys make these stories, but he's the one who started the actual company itself. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's bad. That's cool. Yeah, I know. And I'm over here, I'm like, how did how did I get to this? You know, because like they actually let me put a advertisement in the Paladin comic book. So I was oh, like, nice. I'm like, dude, that's See? you know, this is hard it's work crazy. Off, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just just doing all this different stuff, you know. And now I'm here talking to you, and uh, you know, it's it's just a great time. Hey, you might judge me for this, but I've never been to a comic con. Have you not? 
Okay. Oh wait, All hold right. on. I lied. Let me let me rephrase that. Okay. I've been to a Comic Con in Ohio when I first started wrestling. Uh huh. But I didn't get to go through the Comic Con. I was there for a wrestling show. Oh wow, dude. We're so I've to... never physically been like through the whole Comic Con scene and all the all the all the, all the like the costumes and stuff like that. Now I did do a Comic Con here recently mm-hmm. for uh, Texas All Star Wrestling. Okay. Um, where once a year they do this huge Comic Con show, and yeah. it's called Comic Palooza. It's in Houston. Yeah. And um, but the problem is, is where we do the shows is like on the second or third floor, so it's not by where all the Comic Con stuff is. Uh-huh. So again, I've been to a Comic Con, but I've never been to a Comic Con. If that makes sense. I, I got you. Well, we're gonna have to definitely fix that. Um. So I don't know how often you make it up this way. I know you know you've wrestled up here and everything and mm-hmm. everything that's going on. So you, you you might not make your way up here as much anymore. But um, January thirteenth and fourteenth, Northwest Arkansas Comic Con is going to be happening here, and I believe that Rocky from the Power Rangers is going to be there too. So nice, yeah. And what's that? A Saturday Sunday? I'm assuming it is a Saturday Sunday, the thirteenth and fourteenth. I'm gonna have January. to look it up because. If I have nothing, because so with my wrestling, I'm usually booked mm-hmm. like like towards the end of the year, the year before, and right. I'm usually booked for the rest of the following year. Okay, um, so my bookings come really quickly, but sometimes I have a little, sometimes I have a little leeway. So I'm gonna have to look then see if I'm booked that day. If not, I might have to make a family trip. That'd be um, cool. Being the whole family come down there for that comic con, so that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, one of the big guests that we have, Kurt Angle, is going to be there. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, you know, they've got different voice actors and stuff, like the guy that voiced Courage the Cowardly Dog, I think it's going to be there. Okay. Yeah. So, it, were, you, it, were, were you a fan of that show? Courage the Cowardly Dog? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love that show. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. I could never get into it. It was kind of creepy at times, but I liked it. Like I didn't like the graphic, and it was it was just creepy. Like I, yeah, I cried, and I and like <laughs> you're gonna probably hate me for this one, Scooby Doo. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but I tried, and it's like watching Scooby Doo, and I'd watch him, like, oh, this is boring. Do not tell Misty Marks that. <laughs> <laughs> she is a huge <laughs> Scooby Doo fan. Like she collects Scooby Doo stuff. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I you, don't know, man. You run I'll into cry. her, don't tell her that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try and I can't get into it. And then, like a lot of these more modern cartoons nowadays, yeah, I just can't get into. Man, I don't, I don't like the graphics. I feel like they took a step back on graphics. Yeah, um, I agree there. I don't like how dumb these characters are. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> our characters back then, because I'm 37. Yeah. So the cartoon back when I was a kid, characters weren't necessarily the smartest either. Right. We had like ah real monsters and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like they weren't yeah. always the smartest either, but yeah. I don't know why I could get into those more than I could the new age cartoons. Right. I, I mean, I can get that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that like my kids watch or watched, and I'm like, that's just dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one that, um, so I, I have, like I said, a preteen and a teenager, but my dogs, mm-hmm. we put on like a TV show for them sometimes whenever we leave the house. That way uh-huh. it's not just like quiet in the house. And uh, I found a kid's cartoon that I actually really like, and my okay. whole family likes it, and that's Bluey. Bluey. Is that like that little blue fish-looking thingy? No, Bluey is a, a, about a family of, like, blue healers. 
Uh, oh, it's, uh, uh, what? Like, uh, Blue Healer Dogs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't never physically seen the show, but I've uh-huh. seen, like, pictures and, like, little clips on, like, Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. Man, it's, I've never it's actually really show. good. I, I mean, and it's for little bitty kids, but, man, if I if we ever did have any more kids, I'd happily sit there and watch that one with them. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, um, one of my favorites was Rugrats. I liked Rugrats. Rugrats was. And good. Um, do you remember Rocket Power? I do remember Rocket Power. Man, that was my stuff. That was a cool show, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. So right around I'm that time, they never came out with a remake of it. They probably will soon, and it's going to be awful animation. I'm sure. Or they'll <laughs> come. They'll come out with a live action of it. Oh yeah, they need to stop trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't want to give away too much here, but I know that you're a fan of a certain character in uh, Disney. Uh, we've talked about it quite a bit uh, right. off of here. Um, have you seen any of the possible live-action versions of so, him? So, when, it, when they were first talking about the live-action, uh-huh. I've seen the first rendering uh-huh. that they had came out with. Yeah. And I'll get it wrong. He's an alien, right? Right. We get that. Yeah. But you remember Kim Possible and the Naked Mole Rat? I do. Yep. So the first rending I've seen of Stitch, which, by the way, that is Stitch. I love Stitch. Yeah. Um, the first rendering I've seen of Stitch, he looked like the Naked Mole Rat, just blue with some tentacles. <laughs> it oh, looked no. horrible. <laughs> Like you ever seen those live like live action pictures of like Pokemon and stuff that people make all the time? Yep. Uh-huh. Where they where they just look terrifying. weird. And like, yeah. Yeah, they like some experiment going wrong. Uh-huh. So the first stitch rendering I seen was just like this blue stitch. Yeah. He he kind of looked like the naked mole rat. <laughs> with the naked mole rat and, and Kim Possible was cute. Like yeah. So it's like you, it was just bad, dude. I was just like, oh no, please don't do it. And then I think like a couple days later, I seen another rending where he had hair, and he was actually. And I, I did, I'm four hundred something plus pounds, and I play a mean guy, but I'm about to say this: he was actually kind of cute. <laughs> like, yeah, I like this one. Um, so yes, I'm excited, man. I'm excited and not right because live actions are so hit or miss, right? They, they really Lion are. King, Lion King was actually pretty good, and I love that they stuck to the story. Yes, from the cartoon, right? Yes. Um. Aladdin, honestly, I, I've seen Aladdin, but I can I can honestly tell you I don't remember it much of it about it. Um, yeah. And then, what's another one they came out with live action? Mulan. Uh, Mulan. Yeah, they, they took Mushu out completely. Huh? They took Mushu out completely. That was my they only did. gripe with it. That was my only gripe with it too. They Mushu was just like nowhere to be. Right, found that, yeah. in that movie, but the movie itself was really good. Yeah, um, I, I will agree there. There was one though I seen recently that I was like, "Oh, this is horrible." Let's see. What was it? So they, I know they did the Little Mermaid. They that did. one's actually really, really good. By the way, I, I haven't seen that one yet. Um, oh man, dude, you need to because that okay. was me and my girlfriend. Uh-huh. My kids, my kids were in Oklahoma at their mother's house that. Uh, it was for the first month of the summer. Okay. So me and my girlfriend decided to go to the movies. Uh-huh. And that's the movie we seen. Uh-huh. 
that, man, that movie was actually, I, I was skeptical. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, it's a girly movie and all that stuff. Right. But it was really, really good. I was I was really taken by it. I was like, oh, this, this, this is actually pretty good. Uh, so I, so I, that's the one I haven't seen yet. I still, I want to see it, but I just haven't yet. Yeah, you need to. You need to see that one. One I haven't seen, I don't know if you did or not. You probably didn't because you got boys, you said, right? I've got a boy and a girl. Okay, so then maybe you did. Have you seen the Barbie movie? So we were going to go see it, and then something came up, and we didn't. But have you heard? What have you heard about it? I, I've heard that it's really it's good. Um, I, I've heard both. Really, it depends on who you ask. Right. But um, yeah, I've I've heard good things about it. I mean, it's I, I've heard it holds up really well. So I've heard that. I so I've never seen it, right? Yeah. Um, but I've heard what you said. I've also heard that it is not a kids' movie. That's yeah, I've heard that too. I have heard that it is not a kids' movie. Like, and apparently, like throughout the whole movie, Ken tries to cuss but can't, and then he finally gets a cuss word out at the end. <laughs> All right. So, like, and then apparently, there's like a bunch of sexual like comments yeah. in it and stuff like that too. Yeah. So like my so my second oldest went to see it with her friend. Uh huh. Um. So, but I have not seen it yet, and I don't know if I want to. First off, I, I ain't gonna lie, that is kind of a girly movie. I don't know if I'd ever see it. Um, I know my other girls want to want to see it, and you, my son. So yeah, if I see it, it's if it's on a streaming app like Hulu or one of those, you know, like Paramount yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll physically pay for it. <laughs> That's mostly I mean, I guess what I we am do. technically paying for it, but yeah, I don't think I'll go to the movies and pay for it. You know. So here's one that just came out: um, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, Dude, I wasn't yeah. here whenever my kids uh-huh. watched it. They watched it with my wife, but okay. they loved it. They said, oh, that dude, it was really good. Yeah. So it was I, really good. I'm definitely going to have to give it a watch because, but I, I think it kind of creeped out my son a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, but it, they both was like, yeah, that's a good movie. I'll tell you this. If I was still a kid and mm-hmm. I went to Chuck E. Cheese, because <laughs> back then, Chuck E. Cheese, when I was a kid, had the robotic. Yeah, like on the you stage. Know how, how they have it in that movie, Freddy, where it's like all robotic, yeah, uh, you know, puppets or whatever. When I was a kid, the Chuck E. Cheese I went to had those kind of robotic like characters yep. where um, they had like shows like once every hour or something like that. I can't remember. Uh-huh. But if I was still a kid and I went to a Chuck E. Cheese after watching this movie and they had those robotics, I'd be scared. <laughs> I'd be oh, yeah. scared. Because, yeah. boy, I mean, that it was actually really, really good. I know I keep saying that for most of these movies you weren't we're naming off, but that one was actually really, really good. Um, And I watched it twice, once by myself when I got home from work one day. Uh-huh. Um, and then recently, I want to say a couple of days ago, maybe last week or something with my kids. Yeah. Uh, they really liked it. It was really good. Okay. Uh, I'll definitely have to give that one a watch. I mean, like I said, my wife was like, yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, and then the kids both were, you know, telling me that I should watch it. So uh, I'll, yeah, I'll give that one a watch. I, I have I a hard time like getting to watch stuff. Like, uh-huh. I just don't have time most of the time. Like, yeah. whenever you uh, jumped on here, I was watching uh, Demon Slayer. And I was like, oh, I'll just watch this for a little bit until it's time. Because I came out here early. 
you know, mm-hmm. to make sure I had everything set up and ready to go. And that was like my little amount of time to watch one of my shows and everything. Right. So, you know, um, I- I'm still trying to catch up on Gen V even. Uh, I don't know if you're watching any of that. What is it? Gen V. What is that? So have you ever watched The Boys? Yes. Yes. So Gen V is about a college uh, in that same like storyline. It's like so a spinoff like of that. superheroes, but they're more realistic, like yeah. real life superheroes. Well, no, I mean, uh, the boys is, you know, the, uh, yeah, I mean, let's see how do I put, so it's, this is like people that are training to become the superheroes in the show and stuff. Okay, what, what, what streaming app was that on? It's on Amazon Prime. And you said it's called Gen V? Gen V, yeah. Okay. And it's a spinoff of the boys, you know, with uh, like Homelander and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is crazy, man, because when I first seen the boys, yeah. a commercial for it, I'm like, oh, man, that looks pretty good. And then I watched the first episode when the guy that runs really fast ran through that person. <laughs> the first, like, like, oh, God. Yeah, the first, like, couple minutes of the uh, episode, you're like, oh, okay, they <laughs> went there. I was like, so this is that kind of movie. Yeah. But to be honest with you, like, what I like about it is that it's more realistic. Like, right. If we had superheroes right now in real life, yep. Like I could, I would see these superheroes being like the boys. Yep. Because they're dealing with everyday stress and life and stuff like that. You know, it's not exactly. like, I and I love superhero movies, Superman, all that stuff, right? Yeah. But it's not like the superhero movies where it's like they they're quote unquote real life characters but a lot of the stuff just doesn't make sense right the boys on the other hand like they're you know they actually struggle with real life situations the stress of being famous and all that stuff you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's i I definitely love it i love the darkness to it you know it's yeah yeah so that one, and then there's another one on there, and, and actually just came back. I haven't got to watch any of it yet, and that's uh, uh, Invincible. Um, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Yeah, but uh, yes, they just started I, season two that. on that. So I'm. Oh, good. Okay, then I need to get back on there. I've yeah. been slacking on my Amazon Prime. I usually do like Hulu. I'll yep. do um, Max. Okay. Uh, Peacock. Yep. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I got Netflix, Peacock, uh, Hulu, Max. Yeah. Um, I might as well have all those streaming apps, but the ones that I usually watch the most is like Paramount, Peacock, and uh, Netflix. Okay. Um, And then Max, Max is, I use Max more for my superhero shows like um, Team Titan. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the other one? What's the the other one where it's like the spinoff for this Team Titan? Um, where they got the robot that's kind of like he was like a NASCAR driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Brandon Fraser um, in that yeah, part. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking. What's it called? Um, so like that kind of those. Uh, that's what I use uh, Max for. Um, but I need to get back to my my Amazon Primes because they do have some good shows there. Yeah. Uh, did you ever um, get into uh, the show Lucifer? So I just uh, okay. I have a weird tendency of where I'll start watching something and I'll get a couple episodes in uh-huh. and then I'll jump to something else and then I won't watch that for a while. You and then I'll me. go back to it. <laughs> I need to go back to it. I started watching it and I'm not out of the first season yet. And matter of fact, I don't even think, I think I made it to maybe episode five. Okay. Um, and the Man. reason that I got into it is because I had seen a clip of it yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. 
and it was the clip where they're like all in like this big coliseum uh-huh. and he's fighting for like the sword or whatever yep yeah and he's fighting his brother yep fighting michael so that yep. yeah so that's what so that's what really got me interested in it and i started watching it and then i got i got hooked on something else and yeah. i stopped watching it but i do need to get back to it the other show was uh doom patrol doom patrol yeah that's what it was yeah yeah it was gonna drive me nuts if i didn't look that up and figure out what it was <laughs> but no uh the lucifer it's in the dc universe as well and uh is it really oh yeah that's the comic book uh of lucifer I didn't know that. yeah so and the how i kind of figured that out is because so do you remember cw had like flash and green arrow and yes. supergirl and they did that big crossover between all of them all of them yes well um constantine had to get a passport to hell. Well, uh-huh. it had him come out there and he gave him the card to get him to hell for a few hours. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like, wait a minute. And so then I looked it up and it's like, sure enough, that it's based off of the DC comic book of Lucifer. I did not know that. Yeah. So you yeah. learn something new every day. I know, right? <laughs> the, uh, I love DC's TV shows. Like, yeah, there's probably some of my favorites. Like, um, one of the ones I really liked that I wish they would have done more with, and they kind of would have went a different direction with, was um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Did you ever watch that one? Yes, I actually liked Legends of Tomorrow. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was a very good show. Those out of those, I think that was the one that I enjoyed the most uh, from beginning to end. Did um, you see the um, Did you see the Clark and Lois one? I didn't watch that one because I thought he looked too short to be Superman. But that, but no, but the, the thing is, that's the usual Superman, though. Like, I'm used to, well, maybe it's because I've seen from episode one of that. Maybe you might be right. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you might be right. Because he looks like the, the usual Superman. He does. Um, but I also grew up with um, Tom Welling playing Superman in Smallville, you know. Okay. So, you know, okay. that that's my Superman whenever it comes to TV shows is him, you know. Uh, did you watch Smallville? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that yeah. was oh, so good. It was. Um, I matter of fact, I want to say last year or the year before, I got onto the whole Smallville, uh, yeah. Smallville um series. Yeah, I watched it from start to end. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, one of the movies that I'm a little upset about. So I, I recently seen the Flash movie. Well, first okay. the Justice, right? Uh-huh. When it came out with the Justice League, right. I'm a little upset because I started while I was watching the Flash series uh-huh. and the guy they have playing Barry Allen. Yeah. I feel like he's the perfect Flash. Yes. And then I watched, I watched Justice League and they used this other guy. Yep. And I was just kind of like, ugh. And then they came out with a new one that's now on Max. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching and I was just like, man, I'm so used to seeing the other guy uh, play Barry Allen and he played it so good. He that did. trying to see this guy play Barry Allen was a little weird. Yeah. So did you watch the final season of Flash on TV? Like yes, the TV I show? Did. Okay. I believe I did. I so I didn't finish it, but I saw clips from it and it looked uh-huh. like were they harnessing the lightning into like sword form? Or what was happening there at the end? I'm trying to remember. I want to say I did watch the last season because if I remember correctly. I remember watching an episode and then going back to season one okay. um, or it was offering me another, another series to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say I did. It was a while back, so I can't really remember, but I, I think I finished it. 
Now yeah. you're gonna have me going on uh going <laughs> I think was it on Hulu, I think, right? Uh I wanna say I was watching it on Hulu. Was it Hulu? Maybe. Uh it's no Netflix. Ne- I think it may have been Netflix. It might have been. I think it was Netflix. Uh Hulu yeah. is more of like your Disney stuff, so you're more likely to find Marvel stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. uh, but um, yeah, okay, Netflix. Now I'm gonna have to go back on Netflix and see. I'm pretty sure I watched the whole se- the whole season. Okay, like all the seasons. But yeah. now they, now you got me wondering because I'm Sorry. trying to remember. Do I remember a, a, a episode with a sword? You're, you're you're gonna have to put all of those shows on hold so you can go <laughs> back to this one. You know, sorry. <laughs> one that I'm a little one that I'm a little upset I didn't get to finish was Green Arrow. But like I've tried. Yeah. Um, it, like it's so good up to a certain point, but then it's like I've tried to continue watching it. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I can't, I guess since they killed off Holly. Yeah. You know. It, so the first couple seasons to that show was amazing. I Yeah. Like, some of the best TV that I've seen in a, you know, in a long time. And me and my wife will actually go back and rewatch those first couple of seasons. Because, right, right. You know, it's, it's just good stuff. But yeah, towards the end. You could tell they were running out of ideas for story. <laughs> they were they were fishing for stuff. They were so you know they were like at was... the bottom of that barrel trying <laughs> to just pull out what they could. Exactly. <laughs> so there is one uh, thing I did want to talk to you about. Um, okay, it has to do with comic books and everything. But you have okay. the moniker, the Puerto Rican Juggernaut. Yes. And I, I'm guessing that came about because of your love for comic books too, right? So God, here, here goes another thing. This is showing my inexperience when it comes to comics and uh-huh. and anime and stuff. Um, it's more for my love of the cartoon of the X Men, the '90s one. Um, not so much the cart, not so much the comic books. To be honest with you, I own uh-huh. two comic books right now, and they're both Joker comic oh, books. Okay. Um, that so that's another thing that I really don't tell a lot of people. Uh-huh. Um, I because when people ask, it's usually Stitch. But my first love was the Joker. Okay, um, I don't know if you've seen the tattoo on my thigh when I'm wrestling. It's uh-huh. a jo- it's a it's a the Joker's face. Yep, and it says "Why so serious?" Let's put a smile. Yep. Joker's my absolute favorite. On my car, on my back window, I have the Joker sticker. Yep. Um, I have a hatchback. Um, eventually, I'm pay- I'm gonna repaint my rims to purple and green. Oh, and then cool. I'm also gonna get so you know how you can how people get uh racing stripes on their car? Uh-huh. I'm gonna get a racing stripe on my car too, but it's gonna say ha 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 ha. And it's oh, just gonna be, be cool. the letter that's gonna go from the front to the back. So cool. when it comes to characters, like it's 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 Joker, uh Stitch, and then the juggernaut. Um yeah. so yes, my name came from the juggernaut from x-men but it's not so much the comics it's more the cartoon okay. that i used to watch growing up yeah the 90 97 version mm-hmm. yeah which That's why i, I grew joker up on helmet, that. my joker helmet so <clears throat> my joker helmet is based more off the recent x-men movies uh-huh um because i do have a, i don't know if i haven't worn that diamond state show you may have never seen it actually i don't think but i, I have. got i got a juggernaut helmet made really and it has LED lights and stuff on it too. So like I use it for entrances when I come in. That's cool. Now I don't use it for everywhere. Right. I use it for more bigger matches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it is it's it's made out of hard foam. Um, so I have to be kind of careful with it. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of bulky, so it's really hard to carry around. 
Okay. So like I only use it for like really big shows and really big moments. Yeah. But it's pretty much just like an entrance prop. Okay. Well, I mean, so, maybe one day I'll actually get to see that and everything. Yeah, there, I, I plan on bringing it to uh, the Diamond State eventually. Okay. Um, I just like I said, it's it takes up a lot of room, so we're kind of coming up close to a close on this episode and everything. And I've just got a few more questions for you before I get you off of here. All right. If you had some advice to give somebody who was just starting out, what would that be? Oh man, that's a good one, man. Um, definitely people's people's mindset about wrestling is that it's easy because it's quote unquote fake. Um, People come into wrestling thinking, oh, I'm going to become a wrestler. It's going to be really easy, you know, because it's just acting and all the other stuff. Um, wrestling is not for the the weak-minded. Yeah. Um, you definitely have to come in with a strong mind because if you're going to a reputable school, mm-hmm. um, for instance, I use DMW a lot um, because with Lou, like, he's one of those trainers that you're going to work to become a wrestler. Yeah. He's not just going to let you do a couple bumps and then say, Hey, you're a wrestler now. Right. Um, you know, they, they train two to three times a week show days. They, they have to be at the show to help put up the ring. They have to take the ring down. They don't get back to the training center sometimes. So like three in the morning and they got to put it back up. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it wrestling is very time consuming. Right. Um, and especially if you have a family and you're trying to wrestle, um, you have to be dedicated. If you're not willing to be dedicated to do it, it's not going to be for you. Yeah. Um, also, have a little bit of – you have to have a little bit of athletic ability. It's really hard to become a professional wrestler if you don't have an athletic bone in your body. It's not impossible, right? Yep. Because your drive can always conquer anything. Exactly. But to have a little bit of athletic ability, if not a lot, will go a long way for you yeah um but it hurts wrestling hurts the bumps the training is exhausting the time that you have to put in to be a a wrestler if you want to be a wrestler that can be get put that gets put on good shows reputable shows that that make sense or that that matter that you know i mean you Mm -hmm. have to pretty much blood was it blood sweat and tears is what they say yep you have to dedicate a lot of your time to it. Right. Um, anyone can call themselves a wrestler, but not everyone can call themselves a professional wrestler. Yeah. Um, so like, just, you gotta have the heart, man. If you got the heart, right. Then, and you're willing to overcome all the hardships and stuff of it, then, then you, you know, that'll go a long way for you. Um, especially if you're trying to make this a career. Trying to make wrestling a career is very – it takes a toll. All the traveling, you know, the constant in your car, sleeping in a hotel, sleeping in your car type of stuff like that, you know, barely barely surviving day by day. That's kind of one of the reasons why at the moment I'm more just indie right now. Mm-hmm. It's because at the end of the day, I got four kids. Right. They're my priority. Yeah. I have to work a regular nine to five to make sure our bills and stuff are paid. Yeah. So I'm what you call a week weekend warrior. But when I'm out there, I'm out there. Right. You know, so it, it is like it it's it can take a toll on you if you're single, take a toll on you. And if you got a family, it can definitely take a toll on your family. So 
you have to go into this making sure this is what I want. Yeah. Because again, it's not it's not easy. It really isn't. But once you get through it, then the 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 enjoyment you get out of it, like it's amazing. Right. So. Yeah. So, do you have anything that's maybe coming up that you want to talk about? Um. So this weekend, this coming weekend, which is what? what what's this, what's the date this weekend? I'm horrible with dates. Um. That would be the weekend. It'd be the 25th and 26th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Thanksgiving weekend, I don't have anything. Uh huh. Um, you know, and that's not by purpose. I just didn't have anything, and it works out because I'm going to go to San Antonio, spend a week with my uh, with my brother because he lives in uh, San Antonio. Uh huh. Um, but other than that, like I got RCW coming up. Uh, I got quite quite a bit of shows coming up. November 25th, I had MPX, which I really enjoy wrestling there. So, like, for people that are listening here, um. Podcast and don't know much about MPX. Like they have their own site. If you go to Metroplex Wrestling. Yes. Dot com, I believe it is. You can yep. watch live streams and stuff like that. They On also the Twitch have, channel too. Yep, Twitch. They also have YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, really good show. Really good show. Good, good. Um, good product. Like their their production is really good and stuff like that too. So. Yep. Um. But then I got Lost Art Pro Wrestling, which is in Mississippi. So, I mean, I, I got, let me see. I got a total of five more shows for the year. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. Five more shows for the year, and then I'm done All right. for the well, year. Well, I mean, you stay busy, though. I mean, you just said that you're going to be in Mississippi and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, uh, BIW, that is in Mississippi, isn't it? Like, is that, where yeah. exactly is that? Is that Biloxi area? So, BFW or BIW does three different locations. Okay. So, they three different states. I'm sorry. They do Mississippi, uh huh, which is like Brookhaven. Okay, and I want to say Pittsburgh, which Pittsburgh, I believe is okay. Mississippi as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, which is where I'm I'm at this weekend. Okay. And then they do Louisiana, which is Monroe. Uh huh. They do Natchez, and there's one more that we just recently did. Um, and then we also do Fountain Hill, Arkansas. Oh, okay, so they're kind of all yeah. over the place. Then that's really cool. Yeah, he yeah he tries to keep around there because Fountain Hill is only about an hour from Louisiana. Ah, okay, something like that. Hour, hour, two hours, something like that. So it's yeah. it's close. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And then I got I have RCW on Sunday. Awesome. Man. Which you can watch RCW, which stands for River City Wrestling. You can watch that on a uh, title match. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll, so, uh, I'll definitely try and check that out. And if people want to follow you online, how can they do that? Uh, so there's Facebook, which is Angel Camacho. Um, that's Facebook. And then Instagram, I, I don't really want to say Twitter, cause, which I guess is X now. I don't use it anymore. Okay. Uh, I haven't been on there in a long time. Uh-huh. But uh, for Instagram and TikTok, it's A underscore Camacho 09. Okay. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel, and it's just Angel Camacho. Um, I don't really post a whole lot. Like, if you want to watch my entrance videos, if you want to watch UFC's entrance video, which is my family, which um, I know at Diamond State we're we're under the United umbrella, right? But prior to that, we're called the United Familia Camacho, right. aka UFC. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so if you want to watch our entrance video, that's on there. I got a couple. I don't know if i have any matches for say but i got a couple like promo uh videos uh i want to say that's about it 
I'm still kind of new to the whole posting videos on YouTube. Man, me too. Um, <laughs> social media in general, to be honest with you. Because yeah. when I first started in 09, you know, the way you promoted was by flyering. Like, yeah. MySpace was the, was the thing. Yes. Then Facebook yeah. was just for college kids at that time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Um, well, it had only been around so, for three years by that point. Right, right. Exactly. So, and yeah. then it was, it was mainly, like I said, it was mainly mostly a college-based social media site you know yeah yeah at that time you had myspace which myspace was awesome by the way it was uh, i actually had a link to my facebook on my myspace page see that's yes. awesome <laughs> myspace was awesome and then you start decorating your myspace and and it starts lagging yep everybody hated going to my page because i you know had all that code in there like yeah. the, the cursor taint changed into like a superman uh, yeah, yeah, you know, symbol and all that. So yeah, no, I totally but, get that. But, <laughs> yeah, but my main my main sources of social media, like I said, is Facebook, which is just Angel Camacho, and then TikTok okay. and Instagram, it's just a underscore Camacho, right. um, oh nine. So you can go on there. I try to post uh, plenty of pictures when I get them. Uh, I try to post videos when I get them. Yeah. TikTok, I have quite a bit of. Uh, of uh videos of wrestling like me would do like moves uh, okay. and stuff like that um but I, I do try to post regularly the, the shows that i'm gonna be on yeah um you know stuff like that so yeah all right man well i just want to tell you thank you for being on here tonight i've had a blast talking to you we've uh kind of covered the board on everything and i feel like we could probably still talk for another hour or two if we need, if we yeah, want to. Yeah, really. So <laughs> I tend to, once I get going, man, I tend to talk a lot. I uh, try to, I try to pull back a little, but I tend to, once I get going, I get going, man. There's no stopping me. So I actually, that's okay with me. I've actually had a few episodes where I've had to cut it into two parts because we went uh -huh. so long. Um, I did a Batman episode with Justin Lee to where we almost recorded for three hours. So you said you know, Batman? Yeah, that's all we Ooh. talked about was Batman. So <laughs> Ooh, Batman. Ooh. To me, Batman's such a fake superhero. <laughs> are you a superhero? That's right, guy? people. If you guys are if you guys are a Batman fan, boo you guys. <laughs> so he's just a rich man that with money that can't that got a bunch of uh things made to make himself a superhero. That's great. Yeah. Joker's 100% better than Batman. <laughs> Joker's real. Every bit of it. That's true. Nothing to think about Joker. That's true. Are you more of a, su a Superman guy then? Uh, superhero wise? Yeah. So we never did test that. Superhero wise, I'm more. Man, that's rough. I I'm not too. I'm more of a like Captain America. Oh, okay. Because he's, he's really called Captain Puerto Rico. Okay. I mean, I, you know, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> You've uh, only got one star on there. Right, right. So, yeah. you know, he's really Captain Puerto Rico, but we let we let them have the name, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but superhero wise, man, I honestly don't know who my favorite superhero is, to be completely honest with you. Okay. You would think the Hulk or somebody, but no, that's not necessarily true. Okay. Um well. I'll let you so, think about it, and the next time you come I'm more on, of a villain guy, man, as you can tell. I'm more Joker, Juggernaut. Yeah, so. that's okay, man. That that's totally okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, you have a good night, and I will talk to you next time. 
Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right. Riddle me this. What do you get when you get three Paranger fans who also write Paranger fan fictions and upload them on separate podcasts and YouTube channels, and you happen to put the three of them together and they form a unique Paranger storyline? Here's your answer. You get the three Ranger Bros, who is myself, Ty Tiger, the Red Corner Ranger, Mark, and the Cosplay Dude 637. We are the three Ranger Bros, and we came up with the idea called Power Rangers Global, a storyline where four different Rangers from different universes team up to save Universe 2118, a universe ruled by the gods. Now, if you want to hear Power Ranger Global, you can find it on Tiger Tales, the YouTube channel, and Nerds Through Comics, the podcast. And you can find that podcast anywhere that podcast can be listened to. So, one more time, that's Power Rangers Global on Tiger Tales, the YouTube channel, and Nerds Through Comics, the podcast. This is Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, and one of the Three Range Bros Studios. Along with Ty Tiger with Tiger Tales on YouTube, Cosby Dude 637 with Storytime and Universe 19, and my podcast, Nerds Through Comics. Also, check out the Zeo to Hero Network with Zeo to Hero, hosted by Billy and Jim, the Balkan Scholar Podcast, Ben the Baker Ranger with Baker Ranger Movie Talks, plus the partners of Zeo to Hero. You can check them all out on TikTok and Instagram. Hey listeners, I'm glad you're enjoying what you're listening to. I'm Billy from Zeo to Hero Podcast. I'll always be joined by Jim, and me and him are the Folk and Skull Podcasting. If you definitely like jumping down rabbit holes from week to week of anything that ranging from the old school Power Rangers 90s-esque nostalgia, or we could even be talking about moon landings. So, I know you're interested, so definitely after the show, come check us out. Zio to Hero Podcast. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Angel Camacho. And I just want to say thank you to Angel for being on the show and taking time out of his busy schedule to come and have a conversation with me on here. So next week, I will be having with me another returning guest, and that is Cosplay Dude 637 or also known as Willie. Um, he was on, I think, sometime in uh, the spring, and so now he's back on to kind of talk about some of his projects and talk about some of the voiceover work that I've been doing with him and some of the other stuff that's going on as well. It's a lot of fun. Y'all are really going to enjoy this episode with him. So I want to give a shout out to my podcast networks, the OIW Podcast Network, the Zeo to Hero Podcast Network, and the Avenue Podcast Network. When you're waiting on a new episode of iGadap to drop, go to one of these places and find something else to listen to there. They have all kinds of great content, all kinds of great podcasts. No matter what you're looking for, you can probably find something new and great to listen to at one of those places. So I also have merch out. I have shirts out. And uh, if you guys would like to get one of those, make sure that you hit me up for that. My wife makes all of my merch for me, and uh, she is at Cups and Teas by Stacia. She does all kinds of great stuff. So if you want any custom stuff done, make sure that you go and hit her up as well. 
Also want to say thank you to Decure for creating my ending theme song for me. If you like what you hear there, make sure you go out and follow him as well. Also want to say thank you to Original Geek Comics for allowing me to be part of their Paladin comic book. They gave me a full-size advertisement in there, and I can't thank them enough for that. If you guys are looking for some new, awesome comic book content to go and read, make sure that you hit up Original Geek Comics. They also have a Kickstarter that's going on right now to uh, for the Volume 3 of Vengeance, and uh, so go out there and hit them up for that. Also, I'm working with Diamond State Wrestling, as you know. I uh, helped them start the Rare Cut, and uh, now that is Jake and Jamie who are doing that. And I'm about to start a new project with Diamond State Wrestling. So make sure that you stay up to date with everything there. That way, whenever my new project comes out, you'll be able to jump right into it. So I'm all over social media. Make sure that you go out there and follow me in any of those. Just go in a search bar and type in If You Give a Data Podcast or Google me. I'm on there. Um, Usually the first 10 to 15 results on there as well. And uh, yeah, follow me in all the different places. You never know what you might see on there. Also, if you want to send me an email, send it to giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Make sure that as you're listening to this, you go and rate and review this episode. Like, share, and subscribe to it. Hit that notification bell. That way you are notified when a new episode of iGadap drops. I just want to say I thank you guys for all of your support. You guys have been awesome. And uh, I couldn't do this show without you. Um, as you heard me say last week, I am number four um, on, on Feedspot for top dad podcasts to listen to. And it's all because of you guys that I've been able to make it that far. And I really do appreciate it. And uh, I've got some really good content that is coming out here soon. Um, and I just want you guys to just stay tuned because I've got all kinds of great stuff planned, even for the holidays. I know I told you guys that I am going to be taking some time off, but that doesn't mean that there won't be new stuff coming out on If You Give It Out a podcast. I do have a few things planned out, so just stay tuned. But it is the end of this episode, and it is time for Billy's favorite part of the episode, and that is Dad Joke of the Week. How much room is needed for a fungi to grow as mushroom as possible. (laughs) Bro. All right, everybody. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. On. He calls us beautiful people, then tells us who we have on. The best part of my day, though we're blocked out in my pods. Tell my friends all about it so that they follow along. And the host is kind of nerdy, but guess what? I am as well. I don't feel so alone, and I began walking out of my shell. Heard a story, I need a connection I haven't felt. I'll be looking for the next one, tell then farewell. It's the podcast for me. Have it on better go see. Download and tune in remotely It's the podcast for me Have it on better go see And listen closely
This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.